Hello, I'm Dawn. Welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm so pleased that you're joining me today. Um, This episode is focusing on overcoming failure and focusing on our super strengths. So it's all about, uh, it's positive and upbeat and motivational. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helps. Um, It's short and punchy because I'm just getting over a horrible throat infection thingy. It's not COVID, but it's nasty. So it will be short because I'm at huge risk of having a massive coughing fit. Um, Apologies that there wasn't an episode last week. That's why I've been laid up not well. Um, Thank you for joining me. If you are new to this series, then do feel free to have a look through the back catalogue of the previous 115 episodes or so. All sorts of subjects there are available for you from interview techniques and CV techniques and career uh, to goal setting to overcoming self-doubt to confidence, loads on confidence, loads on um, anxiety, fear, worries, all of those sorts of mindset, having the right mindset type episodes. If you do want to look at some of the previous ones, it's probably wise to go to the first 10, episodes 1 to 10 at least. Start there rather than go back to last week's and the week before and go in that order. Predominantly because it just makes more sense and it sets out the foundation to my coaching approach really and everything else falls out of those first 10. So they're a great place to start. Before I crack on to today's episode, I just wanted to say, um, if you like this episode or any of them, please feel free to post it up on your social media or to cut and paste a link to that episode if there's anybody in your life, in your team, in your company or your family that you feel could really benefit from it. You'd be doing them a huge favour. Or put it on your social media and um, broadcast the fact that you're enjoying this series. That would be doing me a huge favour, so thank you for that. Um, Lastly, I promise, and then I will start, um, www.milestone-coaching.co.uk for the website where there are a whole load of workshops starting in the next 10 days or so towards the end of October. Um, Life skills and confidence, stress management, time management. If there are areas that you or a colleague or a loved one is struggling with, there's Zoom, so you can be based anywhere. And they are very small little groups. I try and keep them to about six people to make them really practical, really tailored to what you need it to be tailored to, really uh, participative. It's a hard word when you've got a sore throat. Um, And you'll get lots of practical things out of it. So it can really, really make a huge difference for you. Um, If you would like to sign up for one of those and be one of those six small groups and not miss out, then go to the website www.milestone-coaching.co.uk where you can sign up or drop me an email to express your interest. Equally, there's a blog there that you can have a look at or if you're interested in any training programs for your teams or your uh, department or your off-site meetings or um, speaker events, anything like that, then I've started all the corporate work again. It's all happening again on-site or if you want an in-house training program, then have a look at the training tab on my website 
all the workshops tab if it's for you individually or um, if you would like one-to-one coaching then look at the coaching tab Um, again you can drop me a a line through the website if you are interested in a one-off coaching session to tackle something or um, several keep an eye on the website too because I will be putting up gift vouchers for Christmas shopping not quite yet I haven't mentioned a Christmas word too soon I hope I haven't dropped that bomb Uh, but I will be putting up gift vouchers that you can buy for a loved one to have coaching anyway I'm going to stop rambling now have a little cough and um, then crack into the full episode all about overcoming failure and focusing on our super strengths I hope it helps Um, as always today, uh, well not always, but as is common, I want to start today's episode with asking you a question to get you involved with this and make it practical to you. So my question for you to mull over now is how would your past and how would your future and how would your present be, feel, uh, look to you if we you, all of us, could uh, could permanently remove the word failure from the English language. Um, How would your past feel to you, on reflection, when you look at it, if we could totally remove the word failure? How would the present day feel? If there was no such thing as the word failure, is there anything presently that you would do now in life that you're avoiding and in the future how would your future look if there was no such thing as failure Uh, because it is actually only a word Um, and I have talked about this in previous episodes the the things that we say it's just a narrative we run a narrative in our head and those words that we use are just a combination of letters man-made letters at that that we put together we run through our head we tell ourselves a narrative that provokes emotion feelings um, and that alters our behavior our performance our memories so if we change therefore the narrative and the words that we use, we necessarily change the feelings that we have, the memories that we have, or the future that we design for ourselves, or the way we feel about our present. This just comes down to words, and then boil that down further, it comes down to single letters. However, I wasn't planning to say that. (laughs) I've already gone off at a tangent. Um, So, your past, when when I'm working one-to-one with people, they often tell me, think about things in their past they they try and sort of bring me up to speed tell me why they're feeling the way they're feeling how it built where it came from etc where the, where they feel the cause is and what it's all connected to so they they refer back to their past a little bit not always they don't have to at all um but that's quite common and the way they're feeling currently and perhaps even about their future often is um anchored in how they reflect and view their past or their memories or their history and that may well be related to their feelings of perceived failure 
if they feel they've really messed up in the past, that's their words, um, their feelings, their interpretation, their perception of it. If, you know, it's a broken relationship or it's a failed business. We use this language, don't we? Um, we dropped out of university. All those sort of sorts of connotations. Um, how does that make us feel when we're running that sort of language um, in our head? All in the... Um, the roots of failure, mistakes. Um, and if we could get rid of that language, if we could get rid of those feelings, um, how would our past feel? If we could change that, we didn't drop out of university. We decided to take a different um, fork in the road, a different direction. We decided to take a different path, something like that, a better path. That would be even different language, wouldn't it? Even further. Wouldn't that make us feel better than saying, I dropped out of university or I failed my degree? I uh, took a decision, I took a life decision and took a different direction. And as a result, I became X, Y, and Z, and I got this job, and I went to that country, etc. We already feel better or different about that memory. Um, I've got a broken marriage. I've got two broken marriages or a failed relationship or heartbreak or something like that. How does that make us feel? Um, I, I remember, actually, when I... Um, when I went through a divorce at a very young age, my brother, <laughs> I think I've shared this story before, my brother said, ah, you join the realms of the statistics, you're a one in three, I think it was one in three in those days, this is 25, 30 years ago actually, um, of being a divorcee, he kind of labelled me that, he said it in jest to make me laugh and see the funny side and cheer me up in his weird kind of approach, um, and you know, people say you've got a broken marriage or a failed marriage. I don't think that is the case. You know, it, we were together quite a long time, although short marriage, we were together from a tender age of about 14. Um, and they were good years. And we we went through a lot together. We had good times together. We grew together. And if I took the clock, but I wouldn't change anything. Um, but other people's perception is that that was a failed marriage. Not at all. I think you can be married for two years, 10 years, 20 years. If the majority of that was a happy marriage, even if it didn't, you didn't grow old together, that was still successful 18, for example, 18 out of 20 years marriage. That was a successful marriage. That was a happy marriage for 18 years. And it's such a shame that we, we slate the whole memory for this because of the ending um or the failed business maybe the business went well for five ten years but then uh, the recession hit or covid hit or something like that that doesn't make the whole business enterprise a, uh, a failure um we kind of box and label these things and generalize and I think that's a real shame because that drags us down you were a successful entrepreneur for 10 years or a big a successful business owner for 10 years and then the pub industry took a hammering or um, Amazon came in and the, the, the high street disappeared you know those sorts of things so we were successful for x number of years and we learned lots from it um, I 
do believe that the word failure is very, very damaging. So our past would would feel very different if we could reframe how we look at those things and look at them as learnings and opportunities. What do we learn from it? Uh, what is the phrase? There's some kind of phrase that says that um, there's only winning and learning, not winning and losing. We need to get rid of that word. Um, in fact, actually, I was listening to something the other day about Michael Jordan. This I found really fascinating. Michael Jordan, we would, I think, most of the population would agree that Michael Jordan is, is a true champion. And yet when you listen to him being interviewed, uh, the truth is he's missed more than 9,000 shots in his career. Um, he's also lost on almost 300 games and 26 times he was trusted to take the game's winning shot and failed, in quote marks. Um, and yet in his interview, he's quoted as saying, I lost over and over again in my life and that's why I succeed. So what a great philosophy. He doesn't see them as losses. He doesn't see them as mistakes or failures. He sees them as the path to his success. That is such a healthier view than one that he might have taken or a view that he might hold, for example. So if you take nothing from today's podcast than the phrase um, winning and learning or um, banish the word failure from your language, it may well change everything. Um, so on reflection... Your past, your past memories, the frame that you put it in, um, the way you hold it, the views that you have of it, what you say in your head could all change if you stop seeing anything or uh, in your past as a failure, but instead turn it round as a learning. What did you learn from that, that marriage, that first marriage, or that business that you set up, um, or the enterprise you started, or the charity that you started, or... Um, the job that you took and it didn't quite work out or um, the course that you started, you know, what did you learn from it instead of feeling that you gave up on that course or you gave up on that business or whatever? As well, if you look at your future, in the future, what would you do now? What would you sign up for? What would you try? What would you agree to? Um, what would you pursue if there was no such possibility of failure, there was no such thing. If you could only learn things, what great learnings could you take from signing up for that or pursuing this or attempting that or working towards X, Y and Z? What will you learn? What great experiences will it bring you? What doors might it open? If you see it that way, you're much more likely to embrace it and do it and push yourself and risk and try that's so much more refreshing and exciting than focusing on, yeah, but what if? What if I mess up? What if I fail? What if I can't do it? What if? What if? Mm -mm. The only thing we need to, what was it? I heard the other day, the only thing we need to fear is fear itself. The rest are opportunities, learnings, lessons. Um, and as well, the present day. What about the present day? What could you do right now, today, this week? that you're perhaps avoiding and, um, you know, who would you speak to? 
I work with a lot of teenagers at the moment. In fact, they're probably the largest part of my client base is uh, teenagers struggling. Huge issue at the moment with confidence, anxiety and so on. And often through that anxiety and confidence, they won't speak to strangers. They're starting at uni, they're starting at college, um, at different schools and things like that. And they're not making friends because they're frightened of speaking to new people. What if they don't like me? What if I say something stupid? They won't start a new job, a little weekend job or won't you know, go and wash up in a pub or something because they're nervous. They're, they've not got the confidence and so on and so forth. But the only thing we can fear is fear itself. What's, what's the worst that can happen? Someone won't answer. Someone will think we're not that interesting. It doesn't matter. So we talk about that. What, for you, are you holding back on or not going to try or, or who you're not speaking to or who you're not ringing or um, what you're not researching or signing up for or, or attempting? So for, for me... From this episode, please, 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 I urge you to just get rid of that that feeling, that connection and that use of the word failure. Ban it. No such thing as failure. Just embrace the opportunities and the lessons and what it can bring you, what doors it can open. And the antidote to that is also not to focus on the negative, but to focus on the positive. I don't mean Pollyanna positive. I mean um, benefits and um, the upsides. And to do that, we can focus on our super strength. All of us has got at least one super strength. What's your super strength? Is it your kindness? Is it your patience? Is it your caring side? Is it your sense of humour? Is it your your communication skills? Um, is it your diplomacy? Is it your management skills? Is it your leadership and your motivational skills? Is it your phenomenal parenting skills? Um, what, what is it? We've all got at least one super strength. Is it your cooking skills? <laughs> that, that's definitely not my super strength. Um, so if we focus on that, so my second question to you is, what is your super strength? And now I want you to just magnify it a little bit like a remote control for the volume on your TV. Turn it up, turn it up to 10 maximum in terms of your focus of your super strength. Really blow, let that wash all over you. Just soak it up for the moment and think, this is my super strength. Say it out loud to yourself, recognise it, accept it, be proud of it, enjoy it, um, look at it, remind yourself of it, enjoy it. And now, for the rest of the, until the next episode, focus on it Be and, and only focus on that because there's often a tendency for us to focus on our weaknesses or at least our perceived weaknesses. I'd even go so far as to question whether they are even weaknesses. And we beat ourselves up a little bit. This is what happens with the teenagers. They beat themselves up. They're so self-critical, um, so hard on themselves. Instead of a little pat on their back by themselves, for themselves, about their the, the upsides, their super strengths, their their pluses, 
the little things they like about themselves. Don't focus on that. We need to. So what is yours? And just focus on that for the rest of um, the time between now and the next episode. Be proud of it. Hold your head up high. Um, Use it. Draw on it. Strengthen it. How is it your super strength? Why is it? How has it become so? And the more you focus on that, the better you will feel about you. And then you'll notice other little mini super strengths and start being proud of those too. And instead of focusing on your weaknesses, you are training your brain to focus on your upsides. That's got to be a better thing and make you feel better, prouder, um, more grateful, more appreciative, more accepting of yourself. So let's do that. Let's all do that and ignore any other downsides of whatever you want to call them. We're going to banish the word failure and we're going to feel good. And that's what we've got to do. We've all got to have a little dose, a little tonic of feeling better about ourselves because that's infectious. That will spread out. It will spread out to your team, to your family members, to your loved ones, to anybody and everybody and make you feel better. That makes everybody feel better. So, and you could spread the word to anybody around you for them to do the same thing. I think I'll end it there because I think we need to end on a high, end on a positive. Um, do that for the rest of this time and see how much better you've, you feel. And um, there's no downside to that. So just enjoy it. And have a really great week. And until um, our next episode... Thank you for joining me today and enjoy the next few days. And I'll speak to you on the next episode of Life Coaching on the Move. 